Hi, Warren Whitlock here with uh, another interview at the uh, IBM Interconnect. Uh, boy, are we learning a lot. Uh, and we can do no better than uh, Amber Armstrong. She's the IBM Director of Social Business Market Evangelism. That, that all fits on one business card. What does a, what does a uh, Director of Social Business Market Evangelism do? Sure. I'm responsible for understanding or helping our communities to understand what it means to be a social business. So, you know, how do you interact with your customers, right. all that sort of So social business doesn't mean that you have a Facebook page. No. <laughs> what does it mean to be a social business? Well, there's, I mean, it really means that you're connecting with your customers. So, right. And the places where they want to connect with you. Right. And the way my team does it is we look at it across paid, owned, and earned. Okay. So looking at various ways to engage with clients. So, so for our, our less educated people, we're talking paid in ads. Yeah. Owned as you're creating content. Yep. Your your brand earned content. is somebody else talking about you, and you don't pay for it. Absolutely. Okay, good. That's, in other words, you're communicating with people. Yeah. And that's still a little bit mass-centric of how we used to use old media and how many people can we reach and those kind of things. Uh, how do you balance that? Because obviously, you're IBM, you've got to reach the whole world. Yeah. And at the same time, you're getting down to doing stuff on an individual basis. How yeah. Do you, how do you find the balance? I mean, it's, it's tricky. I mean, one thing you certainly have to do is figure out hey, what's your story and how do you want to tell that and position that and do it through really, I mean, attention spans are tiny, right? So you've got to make sure that you're doing it in these really simple, what we call kind of snackable content bites. Right. And then figuring out how do you get other people to tell that story. And as you know, that's, that's an area I'm really excited about because we do a, a variety of ways. We have different kinds of influencers. We have customer influencers, um, right. external influencers like yourself. We also work with our employee advocates. Right. So getting that distributed through those channels and having them weigh in and participate in the conversation so that it becomes a broader story. And that's it's not always our branded story, but right. it's really important different lens that people add into it. Well, I, I uh, teach quite often about a, um, about bacon and eggs. Do you know where bacon and eggs came from? No. Well, good, because I haven't report, repeated it on a show in a while. And by the way, bestsellerauthors.com forward slash bacon, you can read the story. Um, and uh, it actually was a, was a uh, marketing campaign. Uh, in fact, it was Edward Bernays who invented public relations. And um, the, the pork producers wanted to sell more bacon. And he found out people were having breakfast. It was good to tell people to eat breakfast. He came up with the phrase, doctors recommend Americans eat a hearty breakfast like bacon and eggs. We could discuss whether or not that's held up to what doctors say since Edward Bernays. This was 1929. But the important thing about it is that we say bacon and eggs, we don't say eggs and bacon. Mm -hmm. I've talked to people from Europe and the rest of the world and they're liable to say eggs and bacon instead of bacon and eggs. Uh, or just a variety. Or they picked it up from a, what is an American phrase. So uh, whenever you whenever you see bacon and eggs on a menu, hopefully you'll remember this. And, and of course I use it as one of my things, as a meme. But once you think of bacon and eggs, you think, oh yeah, that's... That, that guy with the radio show told me that story. <laughs> and, I, and I get remembered because of that. Right. 
So, um, and I see that happened a lot. Um, you know, it's a, it's done by corporate marketing and advertising and suggesting that we have these keywords and use these things over and over again. Uh, but after a while, I hear hashtag new way to work, hashtag new way to work, and going, what does that really mean? And so it's it's hard to pick one that catches on and remember from them. Is, is there a is there a slogan for IBM that's been used for decades that I don't know about? Probably not. You probably know all, all the big ones, right? You know the e-commerce e right. back in those days, right? Right. Um, but so for new way to work, though, you know, it's really about how you're change, how we are participating in the change, how people are working, and right. bringing together social, mobile, big data, all of these different right. pieces, cloud for sure, bringing all these things in together and having it be different, right? It's got to all shift. But by, by the way, I, I I did work with a guy doing a book. Clotera Pie wrote a book. He was a child psychologist, and he went down to saying, "What are the base things you do?" For instance, coffee. Uh, most Americans remember coffee as something they could smell in the morning and know that everything was safe. If mom was up and the coffee was on, uh, and uh, so he came up with the Folgers Whoosh. Uh, which that commercial shows no one drinking coffee. Turns out only about half of the people that like the flavor of coffee like the taste of it. Um, that's why we put things in coffee. Uh, and I'm in that tiny percentage that like neither. But, uh, but uh, uh, that he was able to tap into where that was. Well, that guy has hundreds of thousands of dollars a day to do his research now. And social allows us to be testing things. For instance, I know the bacon and egg story works, because I've met people years later, yeah, you told me the bacon and egg story. I think of that every time I order bacon and egg. And, and so I, 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 that one was came pre-tested. And now what I found is that if I tweet, I can tweet a hundred different ways and then something catches on. And all of a sudden I'm doing stuff that's quoted. And that's really cool. I'm, the one that I didn't expect at all is I told somebody that I like the idea that I could get you to think of something and implement it and get success from it and feel good about it and just know that I was some part of it, not that I gave you the idea, that was what I wanted to do, like the movie Inception, but without all the craziness of the story. Uh, there is a point when you start thinking about something and that would be, if I could get somebody to think about, like they're thinking about eating breakfast because they heard about bacon and eggs. By the way, he went on to use all of the, all of the kind of things that we now use in social media, like getting articles placed, the earned media, the things like that. He had a news bureau. He did a lot of things to do that uh, and hated being called an ad because he didn't want to ever like force anything on somebody. And here it is a hundred years later, we're now using the same kind of well, you know, and it's, it's, I like that you brought up how social media plays a role in that because, you know, we announced, I don't know, a few months ago, a partnership with Twitter, so I made it Twitter, and a whole, I mean, there's power that's huge, right, because we can take all of the social data on Twitter, and it's this huge, huge set of information, take that, and we can actually start to extrapolate insights from it. Do you start to understand what is your customer sentiment? How do you how do you impact your products? What's your supply chain like? Where are people having problems? And then you start connecting your customers in that same way. You start participating in those conversations. That's like that's what it means to be a social business, right? Like you bring all of those things together. And then what 
I'm really excited about is eventually you'll see us start to bring Twitter things into our actual products. Right. That's going to be, that's when it all comes together. Yeah. And it, and it gets to be, there's a, an app that came out last year that we, we joked around with quite a bit. Yo. Mm -hmm. You know, and, mm -hmm. and what does it do? It makes the other person's phone say yo. But that's a trigger. It's one bit. It, it passes the information you need. Now, if you know why I, I yo you, then, then it's good. But as Facebook Poke has taught us, just universally doing that to people Great. is annoying. Very. <laughs> it's annoying and, and you get the reputation of being Brian Kramer when you do that. 14 yo's in a row. Um, but uh, and we played with it for a week, and I started looking at what the implications of this was when we know things about, uh, you know, if I'm home, that things change because my my device tells the tells the computer in the house, and we do things like that. And the wealth of data that's now coming out of Twitter, and people are talking about whatever they want to talk about. And so listening is even more important than being able to get the message out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And being able to, I mean, but also being able to participate in it and ask more questions and really start to engage with those clients, that's when it really gets to right. be, you're starting to build loyalty and a real relationship with mm -hmm. your customers rather than it just being a brand that's very separate. Right. There's still the media part, and people are trying to. Of course, I, I say if you really want the media, go buy it, you know, because it's relatively cheap to buy a Twitter app right now. But um, but when I see people like retweeting everything, or, you know, or liking everything on the Facebook page, and they're doing it as a way to build the brand and get everybody else to do that, well, it shows some numbers. But ultimately, what I'm looking at is is somebody going to answer? If somebody says me too, like that. Uh, that's kind of like like. What I want to know is that somebody has got an idea and, you know, when they write four paragraphs and a comment, then I know that somebody's passionate about what they're doing. And it may not even be what I intended to, to discuss, but that's the person that's passionate in the Bible. And now with Watson, can you go in and find out which people are really passionate about what they're yeah. talking about? Yeah, you know, down on our uh, exhibit hall floor, there's Watson Cinnamon Analysis, and right. it's really cool. You put in handle and it does a Myers-Briggs, like it spans out and does a personality evaluation. You, we'll go down there later today. Okay, it's good. really pretty cool. <laughs> it tells how extroverted you are, how introverted. I mean, it's really pretty neat. Yeah. And we're, we're using Watson in a lot of different ways, right? So with, we, we just launched IBM Burst. Right. We did that. We launched it in November and we're now onboarding people and we're getting right. all this kind of great excitement and traction around it. And then the next kind of piece of that is going to be bringing in Watson and making Watson a personal assistant. Yeah. And so you start thinking about how you pull in the data pieces into making your life better and personalizing. Right. Right? It's all about like, you don't expect I, well, I, I interviewed the, the, the product manager uh, this morning, and, and we got talking about it. It's going to be so cool when there's a button and I can push, and my device suddenly doesn't have anything for work. And he says, well, yeah, there's security. You fire somebody, you remove all of the work stuff, and you know, and the cat photos are still there. And I said, well, it's pretty cool. I can control that. And the other thing we talked about was adoption, that in the, in the poll that we do now instead of push, we don't have to send out a memo and say, you know, on Monday we're cutting off notes and you must use Watson, I mean, you must use Burt. Yeah. Uh, we'll be able to say, Burt is so good that people are, are using it, 
what do you mean you haven't heard about it? Well, let me tell you about it. You can still evangelize, but you don't, you don't have to say, I'm going to cut off your access to the old product because they're all going to want to jump on a better thing. Yeah. Absolutely, I think naturally people will migrate there. Yeah, and I think everybody, I think that's, that just applies to everything in life. Uh, you know, there's a, uh, um, there's a story of uh, seduction. If you want somebody to, you know, if you go to the dance and you talk with your friends in the corner, you're not going to get asked to dance. On the same time, at the same time, if you start chasing somebody, they're not going to ask you to dance. Yeah, you know? somewhere in between. <laughs> or date right? or whatever. Yeah. Well, you can't. You can't be chased by somebody that you're chasing. It, it's just impossible. You know, maybe you could go around in circles. We won't think about it. that's not healthy. Um, I yeah, I know some relationships like that. You don't want to do that. But you, there has to be a chaser and a chasee. And so becoming a better chasee is what what full marketing is all about. And so I don't worry about the world getting to where there isn't anybody pushing. Also about showing value yeah. to your to your customers, right? Yeah. So it's not so much about hey, come buy this, buy this, buy this. It's giving them some piece of information that's really valuable to them. That then they say, hey, you did that for me. You built up this kind of loyalty through that information, right. and then when they think of buying so, something, they think of you. Yeah, going back to this thing that I get caught on, and I still haven't memorized what it is, but it's the idea that. What I'd really like to do is making something so awesome that everybody's going to like. Why haven't you told me about this before? I want to. I want this right now. Get this right. A heck of a lot easier to sell things if instead of going door to door saying, "Want verse?" No, it's <laughs> you know, people, true. Like, people it standing really in line. When can I sign up? Yeah, yeah, it's, and that's, that's exactly what we're trying to do. You know, but it also like going back to the what we were talking about, like marketing overall. You know, we work with our influencers to do that as well. We right. take content from our influencers and we share it out with our audiences because that's providing value to right. them. Also providing value for, to the influencers. I mean, this has become like a way of life. Like I, I meet somebody like you, and I, I want to find out what what really turns you on. What do you like in life? You know, you know. Uh, I've seen that there's a dog on your phone. Yes. So you know, I I know I can't. I, you know, I know better than to say I hate dogs, or, <laughs> or and or you know, cats are better than dogs or something like that. But I'll tell you a dog story. You know, and we can share and we connect on whatever level we can. Does that mean I'm going to like? serendipity come around and try to sell something I, you don't have to worry about that if you're doing it right yeah. if you always try to figure out how to take care of the other person and I work with a lot of people that are authors bloggers speakers that kind of thing and they're always trying to say I've got this message it's so important what's so important well I was I was a battered wife and I got out of that situation and now I help other people by coaching oh it sounds wonderful but I don't want to hear your horrible story <laughs> now if I'm trying to get to know that same person I'm going to say Oh, tell me all about that. I want to hear it because I want to get to know you. And so it's just kind of like I, my default is don't worry about me, go worry about the other person. And I've yet to find out. I used to say it had to be three to one, I went to eight to one, 12 to one, and now I just said forget about it. If there's any time that I'm trying to get my message out, still I'm going to craft a message. I'm going to make my bacon and eggs message. I'm going to say it over and over again. But. Uh, because I get excited and passionate about things, and you gotta try first, people. Um, and uh, but but it actually it has to come naturally. 
So I, I know as an influencer, my new line is, uh, you can buy my time, you can't buy my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think and it, that's really important, right? Because it's got to be authentic. Right. Because otherwise, it completely, we'd be wasting our time. Right. Right. It wouldn't be a good investment of your time. Our customers wouldn't believe it. And we end up breaking trust rather than building it. Right. It's completely the wrong direction. Yeah. And uh, the other line we use all the time, people buy from those that they know, like, and trust. So you have to get to know people, and the, the thing about like, it's covered by Robert Cialdini and his great work on, on influencing, and uh, which, when I interviewed him, he said, you know, make sure you get this right, like is not about getting the person to like you, like is about liking the other person. And he tells a story of the salesman going in and seeing a fish on the wall. And he said, well, yeah, I go fishing all the time. And you find out it's not, you know, it's not his fish came with the office. Right. Uh, but when you get that person to open up and tell about what they're passionate about, whether it's fishing, golf, or dog, or kids, uh, or getting a better deal on your product, whatever it is you want to talk about, uh, that you are actually liking the person, it's really hard to fake that. I think, you know, Ted Rubin is one of the best at that, right? The whole return on relationship. He yeah. really spells it out really clearly. And you know, that's something that I'm trying to do in all of our marketing efforts, right? Really building in those relationships with our customers and influencers. And also within the team, right? Having the team really interacting well together because they do so much. All right, so quickly. now I've got to hit you with the hard question. What do you do when the boss says, yeah, ROR, yeah, I see what you're trying to do, and this is all good, and you can join hands and see them by up. But end of the day, did you impact sales? Yep. How do you answer that? I tell them I have over 60,000 registrations for IBM first. <laughs> and I tell them it was the most successful you got the number. at IBM. Right. And yeah, yeah. It, it ends up, you have to. And hopefully they don't read that as, well, we made a product so good it would have got 90,000 <laughs> if we'd have pushed it. <laughs> What if they do? And they're just, yeah, they're still they old. do. They're stuck in the middle. <laughs> I think it, it, it only makes sense. I think that's the whole force of human history that, that taking care of other people is what I mean, it's what we all enjoy doing. It's a natural. Why shouldn't we be doing it this way? And today we have the tool. Packaging up the, the, the influencer content. So we have this new website that we just launched a couple days ago, ibm.com slash futurists. And we put all of our influencer content on that page. Okay. At the top of that page, there is an ebook. And that ebook is a registrable asset. Right. So I believe there's so much value in that ebook. But the only way I'm going to give it to you is if you're willing to share some information with me. Right. Now, underneath that, there's loads of content that you can look at for free and enjoy, right? But you, I need you to pay me the value of your contact information if you want the actual ebook. Right. And so then that then leads into nurture streams and you start to continue the conversation from a sales perspective. Later. Yeah, it's not like 10 minutes later an IBM salesperson is going to call. No, no. It's build, you're going to build it up like so we contact them with different mechanisms, right? right. Like your comment earlier on how do you, you know, what's kind of changed and how is more modern now, right? It's you touch people time and time and time again on digital and then let them come to you. Well, today when I get a somewhat personalized, you know, we're contacts on LinkedIn and I can tell by your profile you're the kind of person that I'd like to get to know better and you could really help with my marketing. And then, you know, and then they go on to sell me a, a rudimentary, you know, how, how to use LinkedIn product. And then, uh, did you look at my profile at all? You couldn't have possibly got me right. 
Uh, and some of that works because it's more personalized than the old, this is the, something every company, dear reader, you need this. Uh, but if we're doing it right, at some point we never have to, to do that. Here's something you've got to know about. Unless it's like, I'm so excited about this because it's changed my life and it's changed yours. And, and, if, and, and the old salesmanship and cold calling and knocking on doors and, you know, the, the always be closing and all that kind of stuff just gets to go out the window when you have relationships. And I feel so strongly about that that I actually, multiple times when someone sends me some really crappy message on LinkedIn, yeah. I will actually respond back to them yeah. and explain to them why it's so terrible. Right. Because I think that it does a disservice to what I'm trying to do. Right. With building relationships and doing things appropriately. Right. That when I in building relationships, people are like, "Oh, it's some some spammy thing." Right. It makes me so angry that I will I will take the time. And well, you know, it's it's a common thing because I I don't have any hold on who I'll talk to on Twitter because you know everybody's worth ten seconds of my time to write a response. And saying thank you to them really works. They they like that. They like to know that you acknowledge it. You read their tweet. And so when I've seen people who have been on forever, wrote the first book about Twitter, and then you know I couldn't, I didn't want to shut off any of the DMs or the spammy type things that were happening. What I found over time is they've done a better job of eliminating the true spam. It's just a robot pumping stuff out. I delete that or report it as spam. When I see what I think is a real human being, they've got a cause and say, please retweet in a URL. And I'm not going to retweet, but I'm going to talk to them. And by the way, that helps them. Their scores go up and whatnot. They're talking to somebody with a lot of followers. And, and explain it to them. And that's it. I've got to bring those people up. And I'm, when I switched them to, that's annoying, i got to get rid of it. And what can I do to help that person? It became a heck of a lot. Absolutely. <laughs> so not only is this working better, but it's more fun, and we need the tools to do it. So go to ibm.com slash verse, or where else should somebody go? If yeah. we really want to hear more wisdom from Amber, where do we go? Um, certainly connect with me on LinkedIn, for sure. On LinkedIn? Okay. Yeah, I'm happy to connect with people on LinkedIn. You're not in uh, horror films, the, no. the other Amber on Oh, yeah, no, not that one. Not, not that, that one. one. Okay. I'm not in Paranormal, I think it is. Yeah, okay. I've not ever started paranormal. <laughs> Make sure you, you look for Amber Amber Andra at IBM, not the other ones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. But I would also encourage if people are interested in looking at the work we've done with influencers, IBM.com slash futurist. It's a great new site. Right. It's real clean. We're super excited about that. And then from a product perspective, certainly looking at IBM.com slash verse. Um, we could not be happier about how that's going to change Great. going yeah. forward. I'm looking forward to using it. Yeah. So I'll talk to you on verse. Awesome. Thank you.